Welcome to the Kingdom Minded Mompreneur, where we, Becky and Monique, your new biz besties, both busy moms just like you. We're here to talk all things network marketing, mom life, and how to truly live out your calling. We'll be dropping two episodes each week to help you, the busy mompreneur, know the exact strategies to build both your business and your home. You'll hear each week from one of the top network marketers on their best tips for what's led to their success and what's working now. We know that you're here because you are called to something more. You have a desire to succeed in both your business and at home, and we are going to teach you how. If you love what you hear here on the podcast and want to be one of our success stories, join us inside our community, The Kingdom Minded Mompreneur, where we provide a daily social media action plan, additional resources, kingdom coaching, and more. Click the show notes for the link to join. So let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. It is myself and Becky here, and you guys are in for a treat because you are going to get to hear from Christine Hartman. She is a power-packed woman who has accomplished some phenomenal things, but most of all, she's somebody who is attentive and listening to the Lord's leading, and she is an example of what it looks like to hear and to obey what you feel like you are called to. And so I would love, Christine, for you to share with our audience a little bit more about you, a little bit more about what you do. So thank you so much for having me here today. I'm so excited to share. So I am a 10-year previous foster parent of 77 foster kiddos turned network marketer. And I am also homeschooling one of my daughters. We have four kiddos. Well, actually, two of them are technically adults. One of them is 21 and engaged to be married. And then my son is 19. And then our adoptive daughters are 17 and 16. And we homeschool our 17-year-old. So I am homeschooling slash doing all the mom things slash podcast host myself. I'm also a certified biblical mindset coach and also network marketer full-time. So if you add all that together, it's just a lot of fun and excitement and passion, but it's all linked together by God. And we live in Las Vegas, Nevada. My husband and I have been married for 23, almost 24 years. And we came here after a death in the family to be here with grandfather and couldn't be more thankful for God's rerouting and redirection. (laughs) I love how he does that. And so just super thankful to be here and share more about my story. Oh my goodness. 77 foster kids. My face was like, whoa, (laughs) what? (laughs) That's incredible. Wow. Wow. That is, I'm sure you have I mean, we'd be here all month long telling us stories that you probably of just how God has been using you and your husband and your family. I mean, wow, what a blessing you have been to so many uh, kiddos, Uh, man. Okay. Well, that has just blown me away. And I think it just left me speechless there for a minute, but you know, you said the word redirection. And just before we had hit record, you were sharing a little bit about how. God had been speaking to you 
uh, in a variety of ways and just probably for a while and just kind of tugging on your heart for a redirection. I'd love to share for you to share a little bit about, um, you know, whatever you're willing to share, like kind of what has transpired over the last six months and where God has brought you and maybe just some things that you've learned um, along the way. So I was, I, this is my sixth network marketing company that I've been a part of. And the, the previous company that I was with, I literally had no intention of ever leaving and super passionate, super excited to be there. I was, I joined there right after launch and really had no intention of going anywhere, but about six to nine months prior to finding my current company, God had really been laying on my heart a lot of things. Prior to that, I had just gotten certified twice uh, as a biblical mindset coach. And that's a whole nother story why I had to do it twice. (laughs) Um, um, But I, God had begun laying it on my heart, like you're set apart. And I was like, okay, well, thank you. I'm so thankful because it says that in the Bible, like we know we're set apart. Right. And so I didn't really know what he was trying to tell me. And then he began isolating me and I felt really alone. And it was by no means the result of how people were treating me. I just felt like I was supposed to be isolated and supposed to be internally working through some of the pain that I had been through being a foster parent for 10 years there's a lot of trauma that I took on, especially, um, you know, in the adoption of our two daughters. And that's why I went on to post and launch a podcast because I really felt like I needed to share a lot of this, but I knew there was a lot that I needed to work through internally. And so I thought maybe this is where God's leaving. And then he began shining a flashlight on things that I wasn't aligned with anymore. And there was nothing wrong with the company, right? But it was just little things that you're like, oh, wow, I didn't see that. Or, okay, wow, this isn't, maybe this isn't where he wants me. But then what do you do with that? Because we were a successful team. I had a paycheck that was coming in that our family depended on. So I just don't really know what to do with it other than I feel like God wants me to move on. but where. And so at that point, I had a lot of different companies that were sending me products and I was trying it, but God just kept saying, nope, nope, not that. And so I felt pretty lost. And then I had somebody reach out to me and she shared that they were launching a brand new company. And did I want to try the products? And all I heard from God say was yes. And I was pretty confused because I was like, I really don't want to launch a new company. (laughs) Like I just like, that does not sound like something I want to do. So when we got the products, I tried it and I was completely blown away. And then you have that difficult decision. Like, okay, do you stay with the company and launch a new company? Like I appreciated the comfort of getting that paycheck. Right. And I loved like love the people I was working with on my team. And my, I went to talk to my husband about it. I'm like, okay, so let's do both. And we even had gotten permission from the president of the company. He was like, absolutely, you can do both from my previous company. 
And I was like, okay. And then I woke up in the middle of the night and God's like, no, you didn't hear me. Like you didn't hear me. Like I said, you are moving on. You are set apart. This is your new season. And so I tried to go back to bed and I was reading my Bible. And when my husband woke up, I was like, okay, so we're resigning. I'm signing over um, my team. And I, I, I didn't resign. I signed over my team to a super close friend of mine. And so he was like, why are we walking away from this income? I'm like, God said so. And then of course, you know, when you tell people they're like, oh, okay. It's like some catchy phrase, like God said so. Sure. Right. And I was like, no, literally God woke me up in the middle of the night and told me, and then he woke me up again in the middle of the night, the next night to make sure that I got the message. <laughs> that is hilarious. I love that. Yes. So I signed over my team and sent in the documentation that this is what I was doing when without a paycheck for a month and realized that I was leaving a lot on the table, but obedience to God and like what he's telling me is first and foremost of importance to me and just being in alignment and integrity. And so that is a little bit of that story. And so I began, we launched this company on May 1st, and it's just been confirmation after confirmation that this is where I'm supposed to be. So I'm super thankful about that. Oh my goodness. That is incredible. And I just have to say like the willingness to be obedient, it, it really comes back to, um, are you able to listen from the Lord? listen to the Lord. And so the fact that you are able to do that and trust him and trust when you were like, yeah, we went without a paycheck for a month. I mean, you have to trust that you heard him correctly. I love that you said he woke you up twice. Um, it's so like us, right. To be like, you know, is that really what he said? So, you know, yeah. you say that and it sounds like, okay, well, you know, I did this, I obeyed, but there have to be hurdles that you had in that journey, there has to be things, you know, mindset blocks or things that you were questioning or tell us a little bit about what you had to overcome through that transition. So I think the biggest thing in network marketing that I've struggled with is comparison, comparing myself to other people, and then also not being judgmental. Because you see a lot of people in this industry that say they are believers or they're all, they're rooted in their faith. And then I think it's so easy to say like, okay, but are you really? And God's not asking us to judge. And I think that's such an easy, um, slippery slope, right? To slip into. And for me, it was being obedient being set apart, but then really being set apart. So am I going to continue to compare myself to what other people are doing? And I think that's why he had me do both the certifications and biblical mindset, because he wanted me really rooted in what does the Bible say? And what does he say about, I mean, the Bible's such an incredible blueprint for business. I mean, it's truly a blueprint for life. And um, so being able to be rooted in what he says, what the Bible says, and 
not looking to the left or to the right, but looking forward and being in alignment with him and obedient and realizing he set me, brought me here for a purpose with a purpose and to shine a light. And so when I'm looking to the left or looking to the right and saying like, well, how do I align with them? Or am I doing what they're doing? Then I'm not my authentic self. And authenticity in the network marketing space is truly what's going to set each individual person apart. And I fully believe that God has assigned a territory of people and customers and business partners. I believe he's already assigned that and predestined that for each of us. So when I'm confident in that, then I don't have to look anywhere else. And so I think that's why he had me do the coaching certification twice. And he was also part of it was him asking me, like, are you going to be obedient to launch the podcast? Because the podcast for me and um, the group that I have for foster and adoptive parents, it's something I did not want to do. And I have shared that with people before. I didn't want to do that. And but what he's shown me is that is a ministry. That's his ministry. So how could I not step into his ministry? And so it's just, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's just continued to highlight for me, the more obedient I am, the more he will bring his people, that territory, um, he will align things. So I think it's the comparison and then it's the you don't have to be judgmental of others and what they're doing when you're walking out who you are, because he's also going to repel people. That was a hard lesson for me when he removes people from my life that I thought were here to do the thing with me. And I'm definitely introverted. So when I make friends, I'm like, we're besties. Like, let's hang out. Let's do this life together. So when he was removing people, that's hard. And to not take it personally, but to realize that he is setting you up for what's coming next. Mm, So good. Oh my word. Okay. So I feel like hearing this, first of all, I, I admire so much about your story because I do think, you know, you hear about people who leave a company And they just take everyone with them, right? And you are, you just have operated out of integrity. And I just admire that about you. And so I would love for you to share, because I'm sure there are people out there, right? Like who are thinking, oh, well, she's only successful because of blah, 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 right? And I'm not saying they're saying that, but I just think in general, like, what did you feel like? You probably had to have a strategy, right? Or a game plan. If you were like, all right, I'm going to transition, I'm going to do it the right way, right? Like I'm not going to, you know, bring these people or whatever. And what did you do, right? Like, what did you feel like you, I guess, what contributed to the success that you've had? You know, what were some of the action steps that you took so that it aligned with your character and like your values? You know, I would love to hear a little bit about that process. So it's really interesting because I had a lot of people giving me suggestions. So something that happens in network marketing or that can happen is that when you are as a quote unquote leader in a company and you leave to go to another company, um, you are in most companies only allowed to communicate with the people who are directly enrolled to you. 
and those people can go if you are not, but really you shouldn't be having conversations with anybody else other than who you directly and personally brought in. For me, I felt like God was really clear that I was to be isolated and he had been working on my heart for a while. And so I didn't know whether he was going to, who he was going to bring with me or if anybody at all. But for me, this was an opportunity to just really be in obedience and whether people decided to come or not, um, that was up to the territory that he had designed for me, right? So a lot of people had suggested, you know, have people fill out this, this document saying that you did not coerce them or I don't know whatever, what was supposed to be on this document. But I decided um, after prayer that I wasn't going to do because I wanted to be so far above reproach that, and I realize that is a smart thing to do for some people. And so if you decide to do that or not decide to do that, there's no judgment at all. But for me, it was, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go alone if I need to, because maybe God has a entirely new group of people that I'm meant to align with. And if I'm trying to pull people from one company to go to the next company, also, what if that's not where God wants them to go? And then, you know, I see in this space, a lot of times people are jumping from company to company and following a leader and there's nothing wrong with that. But what if God is asking somebody to not follow somebody because they're meant to be raised up and they're that leader that's supposed to be there. And so for me, I just truly wanted whoever God was meant to come with me to come with me and whoever he wasn't to stay exactly where they were. And there were people who are in that previous company that I'm still encouraging and super excited for them. The gal who took over my account um, you know, that's her team now. And so why would I want to pull anybody from my friend's team to come to my new company? Like that doesn't even make any sense. And so I think that that was, you know, a really big thing was just signing over that account and saying here, you take the paychecks, you take the team. I built that company with full belief that this is where I was meant to be. And so, um, I didn't want to, discredit that if that makes sense. Like God shifted my plans. He shifted my heart, but those people went there believing that's where they were meant to be. So isn't that what I, I just felt like that's what I should do is to encourage them to be where they are. I love that. And obviously God has blessed what you're doing. Can you share a little bit about, so now that you're on the other side a little bit about what you feel like has contributed to your success. And I also want to add, just because I have observed you on social media, you know, part of what Becky and myself, what our jobs are is teaching and coaching on social media. And one of the things I have noticed about your social media is you are extremely consistent. You are extremely consistent and it's the same messaging over and over and over and over again. And so I would love for you to even speak to, you know, what, what would you contribute your success and the social media piece? Like, do you have a strategy? Like, what is it that you feel like has helped you? So it's funny because every morning I 
read my Bible and spend time in the word and praying and listening to God. Because if I were to post what I wake up thinking, <laughs> you would see a totally different message. Like if I were to scroll social media and post something that I wanted to say before I like bathed in the word. So I heard somebody say every morning we wake up because, and we brush our teeth because our breath stinks. Like my mind stinks when I wake up in the morning. And so if I were to not read the Bible, like why do people brush their teeth, but they don't read the Bible? Like that, it's like washing your mind. That is, is how, so good. I'm like, that is so good. <laughs> so that's where I look at it. I'm like, so there's a lot of days that I want to post something and I'm like, nope, we're going to go read the Bible. So I just made it a rule for myself. And there are some days that I don't even post because maybe I didn't read or get in the word until later that day. And so my mind's just not in that place that I should be posting. And I look at my social media and as, you know, the vehicle to share the message of God and shine the light on him and build his kingdom in this network marketing space. So a lot of it is having a schedule because I'm homeschooling my daughter. Um, a lot of it's hands off and I'm just monitoring it with her. But there's a lot of other stuff that goes on during the day, especially with the podcast and the coaching and whatnot. So having a schedule, sticking to that schedule, a lot of it is realizing that confidence is a really good thing, but confidence comes from keeping your promises to yourself. That's where confidence comes from. So if I am not sticking to my schedule, I'm not feeling good about myself. So when I stick to my schedule and I read the Bible and get in God's word, it's oxygen for me. And I, that is one of the biggest things that I do every day. And so sometimes I don't show up online or in my team chats till like 10 or 11 AM, but thank you, Jesus. Cause you don't want me in there. Like <laughs> I need to go read my Bible first. And so that's one of the biggest things. Um, so what is, I'm just curious, what does your schedule look like? I'm like, okay, she's a mom of four. She coaches people. She runs her business. She homeschools. Like what does, or I guess maybe even uh, another way of asking this is like, if somebody is listening to you and they're like, wow, I really resonate with Christine. I, you know, they hear so much of themselves in you and they're wanting to be successful in their business, but they're trying to figure out what does that look like? Like, what does the day look like? Like, what are the action steps that they need to take? So in network marketing, there was something called DMOs, which it's like daily method of operation. I call those daily moments of opportunity. And because network marketing is all about relationships. It's all about building relationships with people. I mean, I think we all know somebody who we are like, they left such a bad taste in my mouth. I would never buy anything from them ever again. Right. We also know people that we are like, I love them. I support them. They're amazing. Like if you're selling bird seed, I will buy it from you. Right. <laughs> so I look at those and I tell my team the same thing is when you choose your daily moments of opportunity, I want you to write every single thing down that you could possibly do to build your business. Um, it's all about your mind and your heart. So write down every single thing that you could possibly do, everything that somebody has ever told you you could do. And then I want you to pray on them. 
because I don't believe that God wants every single person in this industry doing the same thing because we all have different DNA. Nobody has the same fingerprint. So why would we need to be doing the same thing? If we are excited, passionate, authentic about sending birthday messages to people, then send birthday messages to people. But if you're like, that is the last thing I want to do that makes me feel inauthentic, don't do it. So I ask people to partner with God and to pray about their DMOs and what they're doing every day and have a list of things that you're going to do no matter what, whether you're feeling good, feeling bad, or life throws everything at you for the day, these are my non-negotiables. And then have a list of other things that if you're having an amazing day, you're going to get everything done. But it's truly all about consistency and that inner self-confidence of doing the things and then a lot of grace. So if you don't get anything done for the day, you can still grab your phone or grab your computer and get a few things done before you go to bed. And then give yourself tons of grace. God isn't asking us to be perfect, but I do believe he's asking us to take action and move forward in what he's calling us to do. So if God has asked you to step into this industry, um, he's asking us to take action. Like that's why he has us here is to impact his people. So I do have a list like in front of me of what I'm supposed to do every single day. And these are things that I've prayed on. And sometimes God's like, mm, we're not going to do that today because we're going to do something different. And so just being open to where he's leading. But that's why for me, the first part of my day is spent in reading the Bible and praying and asking God, like, what am I supposed to do? Oh my word. That was so good. I mean, that right there was like worth the price of admission, right? Like free, just so much goodness that you just shared with everyone. And I love, I love that you changed it to daily moments of opportunities because yes, it's like people don't look at it from so many times. I think people look at it their connections as just like another number or, you know, another no or rejection or whatever. And I love that frame, like kind of changing your mindset to focusing more on the opportunity. Uh, that's just really beautiful. And, um, and then prayer, like just being really intentional about, you know, and thoughtful about where does God want me to show up each day? I think that's really, really great and, and really incredible. I'm sure, um, through the lens of leadership, you have attracted many like-minded people. I'm kind of curious too um, about your leadership in regards to um, how you're supporting. I know we didn't send you this question, so I'm kind of going rogue. <laughs> <laughs> um, but how you are supporting your team, because I do think, um, you know, it's one thing to say like, pray over your business and do this and do that. Right. Like it's one thing to say that, but it's another to pray over it. And then what is, how is God, just like you said, how is God telling you to act? And so I'd love to hear, you know, knowing that you have this experience with, um, fostering 
77, right? Children, you have children, like teenagers, adult, you know, children of your own. And so I, even though you're an introvert, I would imagine there's kind of this no nonsense thing, right? Like a high level of expectation. I'm just, you know, I'm just wondering, you know, so what does that look like? How do you feel like that transfers to your leadership style? Right? Because sometimes like at least myself, when we go through hard circumstances, but then we find a way to overcome the thing and still find success. That's something God has had to work on me is like empathy. And, um, you know, so I'm just curious, like how has all of this stuff that you've walked through impacted your leadership style? So it's really interesting is one of the first things I do is when we bring on a new team member is having a zoom call with them and I try and dig into their heart as much as they'll let me. Like what led them here? Because I want to be able to personally support them at their speed. So I've been in previous companies and it's like what you were talking about is I have been in other companies and I've watched people treat me badly or I've experienced people talk to me certain ways. And for me, I think a lot of times it's easy to say like, oh my gosh, I have network marketing PTSD. And for some people that does happen, right? But for me, I, and in the coaching program that I do, I encourage people to look at every single bad circumstance that they've ever had as fertilizer and shift that mindset so that it's fertilizer and we need fertilizer. And you know what most fertilizer is, is it's poop, right? <laughs> like these are all the bad things that happen. So shifting that to be fertilizer, but you need really good fertilizer to grow amazing vegetables or amazing plants or amazing flowers. So looking at every bad thing I've been through and writing it down and saying like, wow, I don't want to treat somebody that way or I don't want to be treated that way. How could I have then, how could that have you know, transitioned into a learning moment for me? And so I try and look at all of the bad things and the bad ways I've been treated, not in a victim mindset, but in a victor mindset of, I wanna make sure that I include that in my coaching or I want to shift that and so getting on those phone calls with people and asking them, you know, how much time do you have to build this business? I know for a lot of people in network marketing, this is a part-time business for them. And so if you only have 30 minutes a day, let's customize something that you can do in 30 minutes. If you have three hours a day, let's customize a plan for you because there's nothing worse, I believe, than jumping into something and having a box fit of this is what everybody needs to do because there's no authenticity in expecting people to do this, the same thing, right? And we all have giftings. One of the things that I, um, so the coaching program that I do, I don't offer it to anybody. I've only offered it to people on my team. So it's a benefit to joining my team. I had a lot of people say, why would you do that? Why would you offer something for free? And then I had to go back to, well, cause God said so. <laughs> and, 
But part of what we do in the coaching, and it's definitely not a fit for everybody, right? Because you don't have to be a believer to be on my team. But if you are a believer and you want to step into that next level of kind of deep internal work, one of the things we dive into is your spiritual giftings. And so I have them look at what are their spiritual giftings and is it confirmed by others around them? And is it confirmed in the word? And God has been shining a flashlight on our giftings. Of course, giftings change, right? As different seasons we go into, but he's been shining a light into our strengths since we were little. And so I have people go back and once I, and share their spiritual giftings, what did they come up with? And then what are their strengths and what are some of the things they're working on? So really looking and taking a very um, specific, um, helping them create a very specific plan for who they are. I never want somebody to come in and feel like they need to be like somebody else. So I'm not sure if I answered the question. <laughs> no, I love that. And especially when you said that about your spiritual gifts, it's kind of, I kind of started laughing because when I was little, like I always wanted to sing on the microphone and be like, you know, doing some kind of performance or show for my parents. And I just, I just kind of laugh because I'm like, well, I'm definitely not a singer, you know, but I was like using a microphone and like being on a stage and like performing and dance recitals. And anyway, it's just kind of funny (laughs) when you said that, I was like, oh, that is interesting. Right. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, no, that was, that was beautiful. I love it. I am just like blown away because I think of the people who are coming onto your team and I'm thinking what an amazing gift that they have you as their leader. The Mm. fact that you can have these kinds of conversations with them, that you can coach them, mentor them, that you can point them in this direction where you're helping them to uncover that. Because I think a lot of people have potential, but maybe they don't see it in themselves or they, you know, they're so focused on doing it the way that they've been taught or the way that they think that they should be doing it instead of recognizing that we all have unique gifts and we all have unique strengths and talents. And that's what makes the whole team, you know, that scripture that talks about the body and how, you know, every part of the body is different and every part of the body brings something unique to the table. So I love that you are that kind of leader. Well, and it's, it's interesting. So when I first joined this business, we had, I want to say like over 50 people who joined and partnered with me right away and not everybody stayed. And that's another thing I think in this industry, it's really easy to say, oh my gosh, you know, take it personally that somebody left or try and like pull them back. Like, what can I do to make things better so that you want to stay? And since joining this business, I just want to be in God's flow. And so not everybody's meant to be here, right? And so just almost detaching myself from if other people have made that decision to leave or not be here, like just be in gratitude that God's removing and replacing, and whatever the time frame is on that, just being in peace about that, because that's a hard part, right? Especially if you're new in network marketing, maybe you only brought in one person and then they leave. It's hard to not take that personally. It's hard to not attach yourself and your identity to your business success. And yeah. 
So just leaning into the more authentic I can be in this industry, the more in flow I will be with God and the more my people, my territory will be attracted to me. I love that. I think it's, yeah, so good. So true. So, you know, you already know we have a membership that you are a part of and we have named it the kingdom minded mompreneur. So I would love to hear from your perspective, right? Obviously we're in alignment because you joined us in this exciting new adventure that we launched. Um, And we obviously wanted to have you on our podcast uh, because we just admire your we admire what you stand for. And so we always, we always kind of, we've had fun asking people when you think of um, the kingdom minded mompreneur, how would you define, how would you define that? I love that. And I'm so thankful to be a part of your community. And so the kingdom minded, kingdom minded mompreneur, I would say is the woman who is a mom but is surrendered to God's calling, anointing, and positioning in her life and is open to wherever that leads. And so in this industry, it could mean transitioning, shifting to a new company or a new opportunity or new people or new team members. But it's really just being rooted and grounded in in him, in God, and his word. Oh, that is so good. So good. (laughs) I loved it. Surrender. Yeah. I mean, and you know, the other thing too, with surrendering is like, you trust that his ways are always better because essentially I think we could kind of wrap up like a lot of our conversation to say your business strategy is whatever God tells you to do. Like your leadership strategy is whatever God tells you to do. Your social media strategy is, Hey, whatever God tells you to do. And like, he's never going to fail. Like he never fails. And so, so oftentimes we want to put our own desires first, or we think we know better, but when you have that surrendered posture, we also have to trust, like it's going to end up so much better than if we could do it ourselves. A hundred percent. And it's, um, So I, in 2007, I was diagnosed with social anxiety disorder. And it's interesting because what I've learned is that my weakness is anxiety, which means I need dependence on God in those moments. And so I think it's just truly about surrendering, right? Like what you were saying, because every single weakness was created intentionally so that we have dependence on him. So it's really easy to put, like, I wouldn't say I struggle with social anxiety disorder anymore, but he allowed that. And I, but I still have moments, right. Where I'm like, oh my gosh. And that's where it's like a check, a checkpoint for me. Like, okay, am I being in me or am I partnered with him? Mm, yeah and so it's really looking at you know every single and our you know our emotions change and fluctuate right but how am I feeling right now is this a kingdom minded is this king is this rooted in the kingdom okay probably not okay so then that means I need to I need partnership with God on this 
And I think so much, you know, in this industry, being kingdom minded is realizing that we're in, we're co-laboring with God. I can't do this on my own. There is no way. But if I'm in partnership with him and co-laboring with him in this business, if he's the CEO and I'm the president, we're doing this together. It's, I can't even imagine what can be done. Mm, Yes. Oh, so good. So good. So Christine, for those who are listening, if they want to connect with you, if they want to reach out to you, where can people find you? And then also where can they find your podcast? So my podcast is called What to Expect While Fostering and Adopting. And you can find my podcast on any of the avenues that podcasts are streamed. And then on social media, I am Christine Marie. And then uh, Instagram, it's it's Christine Marie. So on social media, I go by Christine Marie and as well as on my podcast. Yes. Oh, that is so great. So as a former foster mom, and we've adopted three of our um, boys through the foster care system. I'm like, I wish that there was, I wish that was there when I was going through all of that, because there's so much when you're working with DCS, there's so much, um, red tape. There's so much heartache. There's so much, um, just so much in all of that. And so I love that you are using your voice to encourage other people. Thank you. Yeah. And I think just even too, hearing you say, you're diagnosed with social anxiety and yet you're doing so many incredible things. Um, it just shows like God uses some, you know, you probably had no idea back in 2007 or whatever year you said that you would be, you know, speaking on podcasts and launching your own podcast and probably speaking on stages and on social media, right? It's just so beautiful how God will take our weaknesses, quote unquote, and use them you know, for his glory. And it's just really, really inspiring. So thank you again so much, Christine, for joining us. Thank you for sharing your story and uh, just, you know, the blessing that you are to so many people and that you have been to so many children and families. And I'm sure some of them maybe even adults now and just um, it's really inspiring how God is using you and has used you. Uh, And I know that there are women out there that need to hear this. So thank you so much for the time. And for those of you listening, if you are interested in hearing or joining us inside, I should say our membership, it's only $47 a month and you get access to social media captions, Canva templates, weekly kingdom coaching, so many incredible things. Christine is in there with us as well as many others. And we are excited for, you know, our opportunity that God has put on our heart to help build the kingdom through the network marketing space. So thank you again, Christine. And we just so appreciate you and we're cheering you on. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to the Kingdom Minded Mompreneur. If you loved what you heard today, could you stop and give us a five-star rating and review? It helps our visibility on podcasting platforms so others like you can hear more of this message. Also, if this episode encouraged you, we would love for you to pass it along to your own biz bestie and anyone else who could benefit. 
Lastly, don't forget that if you want to hang out with us just a little bit more, join us inside the Kingdom-Minded Mompreneur community. Click the link in the show notes. Bye for now.